0: The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Dane and Derek Show, live from sunny Los Angeles, brought to you not by In-N-Out. God, I wish. I wish. Wow. Um, but I don't think you... they sponsor anything. Nope. <laughs> but uh, as you can see, for the first time, Dane and I a recording yep. in, in person. person in person wow. I am
1: out in LA um, unfortunately not just to do this that'd be fun yeah. um, other, other reasons bring me to LA mainly being that my my partner Gracie as you know mm-hmm. her family's all out here right so uh, normally Derek and I kind of make time but of course you know honestly like we just typically do this like we we hang out, but uh, it's very you and me to mm-hmm. turn a hangout into
0: into, into a work. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I guess that is something we haven't really talked about. Yeah. Well, what? to be fair, the, the, our whole show
1: is basically us turning our our occasional phone calls into a podcast, mm-hmm. which partially has to do with like us trying to make it more consistent because, um we're pretty bad we're pretty we're busy people yeah and if we turn something into work we're more likely to do it which maybe that's not a good thing yeah maybe Uh. not (laughs) so this episode it feels very much like we're trying to um turn our normal hangouts into normal hangouts like are what we would do normally into into the show like we're kind of doing the the same thing again. Like we have food. Yeah. We have our normal like get together food. Yep. Super burger and fries. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome. Yeah. This is not going to be a usual episode.
0: Yeah. No. Um. If you don't like the sounds of us eating, we I'm apologize. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to put a contract yeah. on it. Yeah, because um, this is a video episode, and yeah. we are. We are eating in and out uh-huh. um, live on camera. Dane is, just took a big bite. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, so, like,
1: yeah. If you don't like mouth noises, jump out. Yeah, Come back jump out. Week. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Next, the next episode we're doing is also gonna be here live, so mm-hmm. you won't miss out on us being like in the same room. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was just telling Derek. This is like mm-hmm. the first time I've been on camera in.
0: Oh. Maybe since Bros of the Realm. So twenty fifteen. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So it's been seven years. God, I feel old. Oh. It's been seven years. Well
1: I've done I did projects with you. Yes, yes. We, we we've but done a But I didn't come back on camera. Nope.
0: Weird. Yeah. Should we remedy that?
1: Um, I mean we kind of are. But it's true. fine. <laughs> I don't. I don't really need to be on camera anymore. That's uh, that's fine.
0: It's funny. A lot of people in film school were always like, "Who's that guy you have in your movies? He's so like charismatic and just naturally like gifted at acting." That's very sweet of them to say, but um, I I deeply disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the thing is like, you you often just played like a elevated version of yourself. Yeah, and I think that. Because you do it so well. You know? I mean it's easier if you're playing yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean the characters were written for me. Yes. So I like, I could like yeah. lean into stuff I was already kinda of good at. Um But <clears throat> So here's my here's the here's the thing I I did wanna I think we should mm-hmm. touch on. Why do we do this? Why do why do we like why is it easier for us to do like work than just like social shit because like like i love our show but it's not like huge it's for me at least way more about like hanging out with you and taking that time Mm -hmm. than it is to like you know whatever further a career right like even just like the veneer of being like i'm gonna sit down with derek to make a show is so much easier than just like i'll give derek a call or like on this trip. It's this is like the only not for Gracie's family thing. Like, this is the only thing for me I'm doing. But I know for a fact that if we didn't have to, like, if we hadn't been kind of crunched for episodes, I probably would have just been like, it's probably, I probably just won't. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, this time is. Yeah. Why is that? Why, why is that like, like, there's a part of me that, like, As listeners will know, I sometimes, like, often, very frequently super rag on capitalism. But, like, I'm sitting here, like, is this capitalism, like, super, like, in our brains being, like, work, projects, always more important, always Mm. take precedent? Hmm. Like, you can always find time to do a little work. Right, right. You can always find time to do a little bit of work. It's much harder to find a little time for your friends. Yes. And, like, I feel like we're exploiting this, like, almost kind of like a silly, like, life hack of, like, where we've taken this weird, like, thing in our brains mm-hmm. to that, that like, you're putting french fries on your burger. What a brilliant idea. Um, yeah. W- I, I, w- would you like some of my fries to put no, on your burger? No, no, no. I've, I've, already got, I've already got enough. I also um, realized we don't
0: have ketchup. Would you like ketchup? No,
1: I'm good. Okay. Thank you, though. Cool. Um, we've kind of hacked this part of our brains to, like, trick ourselves into hanging out more. Yeah. And
0: keeping in touch better, but like, why is why do you think that is? Hmm. I think for me, it comes down to a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're hanging out with people and there's like nothing and there's like no plan, I get really anxious. Ooh, because if there's no plan, then what does that mean? Like, who's coordinating what? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where are we going to get food? Who's you know who's on hydration watch? Like, <laughs> what what social things do we have planned? So there's no room like. My brain immediately starts to like think through all of those things, right? And then I start to panic, and it becomes a real big like problem. Also, just I think so. Like an unstructured hang is hard. An unstructured hang is hard. Gotcha. And, and whenever they do happen, it's always because like I went into it knowing that there was that that was the plan. Gotcha. Like I had to tell myself the plan is to have unstructured hangout time, mm-hmm. which is so hard to convince myself to go do because it's just.
1: It's hard to fight the need for a hustle.
0: Yeah. And also just like you and I both growing up, we didn't have a lot of free time. We were always doing things, right? That's true. Like between you and swimming and Biff and me and martial arts and Biff and theater and both of us were in band, both of us were making movies. Like we've never not known what it's like to just not do anything. And maybe we have. And maybe that's part of the other reason too. Is like we're afraid of going back there, you know. Like I know for me, like I definitely spent one summer just being kind of a basement bum, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better way to put it. Which summer was that? Twenty seventeen. That was so middle of college. Middle of college, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you go home? I was home. I didn't really see anyone. Interesting. I just kind of, I just kind of was, I was bummed, and I was just in my basement doing nothing, and just because I was burned out. among other things and i don't really like thinking about having un- as much unstructured time as i did back then mm-hmm. in that basement because you know i, I mean, maybe that's the other thing too right maybe it's because like i know for me like i'm motivated by very few things and so like I'm, it's like if i want to do something then i have to do it and if i say i want to do something and i don't do it i clearly didn't want to do it right like sure Like, so I guess it's for me, it's like, I want to be... Uh, So do you cancel plans a lot? I do. Yeah, same. I cancel plans a lot. I rearrange plans a lot. Yeah. I'm that friend that has to um, have plans uh, adjusted. Um, That said... I'm not that friend that everyone adjusts plans for and then I cancel. Mm-hmm. I'm not that friend. Yes. <clears throat> and I'm glad I'm not that friend because that would be rough. That's oh. fair. See, I'm not that, I don't, I tend
1: to go through with a lot of shit that I shouldn't. Mm. Like I do, I like I'll say yes to something that I really didn't want to do. I've felt sort of guilty in doing it. I like think it's been a, like a literal life skill I've had to learn in the last couple of years to like, <clears throat> say no to some stuff, and also be okay with canceling something if I actually need to. Because mm-hmm. um, otherwise, I just won't. I will, I will so happily just have a bad time. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and feel stressed out and kind of like pushed to the brink, and it's really not good. Um, but yeah. I, you're talking about how, like, we both kind of, like, fill our days. Like, that is something that, like, I'll talk with Gracie a lot about. Like, I'll say, like, when did my schedule get this full? And she says, I don't know. It's always like this. You always do this. Like, like I've kind of realized I'm not happy unless I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And the actual thing that I need to do that I've, like, learned and this might sound silly, but this is actually like one more reason I'm working, going to law school is if the main thing in my day is not, um, like fulfilling enough, like if it doesn't not even like fulfilling, but like challenging enough, like if I don't feel like I've done something in my day, um, I fill all of my evenings, like trying to get that, like feeling mm. back, you know, that's a good way to put it. So currently in the process of getting to a place where like I feel like I've done enough in a day that my evening can be not air quotes like a production, a productive <clears throat> something or other. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It is kind of it is kind of weird to, to kinda of, like have that like feeling that work of any kind always takes precedence. Mm-hmm. It's it's I think it's overvalued, in in just like our society. Yeah. Wow! I inhaled that. Holy shit! Yep. I'm, I you so want, do you want Do want a round two? No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I gotta. So, fun fact to catch up on. Yeah. Is uh, I recently have some like did I tell you that I have like a, like a like a medical thing.
0: You mentioned you had a medical thing you were dealing with. Yeah. So
1: the the medical thing I'm dealing with is like high triglycerides, which means that just like basically sugars, carbohydrates trapped in my blood. Can't get them out. Mm -hmm. Long term, bad for your heart. Short term, you know, like I'm not going to die tomorrow. Um... Not by that, at least. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that was morbid. Whoops. Um, <laughs> anyways, all, all I mean to say is that like uh, it's I have to like I have to like count calories. I'm like intermittent fasting, mm. um, and I'm like slowly moving towards like a keto style diet. Um, so like this is a little over half all the food I will eat today, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I, I got like I got my carbon so like the funny thing like you, you, you offer me like extra fries and stuff and I'm like I can't I, oh, I yeah, I'm, like, you, I'm yeah. like sitting here I'm like god I wish I'm I'm like I'm still kind of hungry but like I did the calculation like I, I, back at back at um, back at Grace's mom's place there is a notebook that has pre-written out because I looked it up beforehand the calorie count for what I just ate so I can keep track of my head it's like crazy. Like it's turned like eating and cooking into like kind of not a joy anymore, like it's turned it into like work because I'm doing like math before mm-hmm. and after I eat.
0: yeah, but you know, doctors' orders, yeah, so you no know what I mean also like too like intermittent fasting, right? like like we live in a society like at least here in the US where mm. you can eat whenever you want yeah, and um, that's not necessarily good for you. No our bodies, Mm-mm. even though we're taught to believe that. Yeah, we should be eating all the time where we shouldn't necessarily. So, yeah,
1: it's um I'm slowly adjusting to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of like I kind of like it in a way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um It's not like comfortable, but I there's a, like something kind of satisfying about being able to control my body that well. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that like yesterday, Gracie and I went out for breakfast, and during the fast, I'm allowed to have like tea and water. We went to this like breakfast place and gracie got like a nice breakfast and i had a cup of tea um and on the one hand that was like tough that was like really tough like i never knew i wanted toast that bad in my life um but i was like huh i have like i actually am in control of my body like it's Mm -hmm. not this This like there i can feel what my body wants and like how like easy it would be to like succumb to these urges but there is like a level of like control and that's very very interesting to actually have this moment in which i can feel so clearly the sides of like my brain Mm -hmm. like i can feel my brain fighting itself like like two very different parts right Mm -hmm. like like they talk about like your frontal cortex is where like all your like self-control and like all that is um like i'm like oh wow i can like feel it in Mm -hmm. this moment um so that's like interesting I'm, i'm kind of a fan can't yeah a fan but
0: yeah I did keto keto I did that when I moved here mm-hmm. because um my mom mailed me like bulk Costco sardines whoa and I was like okay salads like two dollars at the store yeah so if I just eat lettuce and sardines every day wow I will do it and technically keto Mm-hmm. And I lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Um, and then I subsequently, after that run out, I switched to a peanut butter and a toast uh, uh, diet because that's all they had at the office because I was living off of food at the office. Oh, dear. And uh, didn't lose weight, but didn't gain weight. Yeah. Um, that sounds like
1: it's just like kind of like operating on like a calorie deficit situation. There.
0: Yes, 100%. I, I used to count calories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because uh I wanted to just see. Now I, I definitely a lot of those intermittent fasting things, I don't track it anymore, but yeah. I still do it. Like my first meal is usually around noon. Yeah. And my last meal is usually before eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. So
1: no, that's pretty good. I um yeah, I'm still in that phase. Like it's it's just still it's still so new. Mm-hmm. Um like that I, I have to be like tracking it really, really closely. Yeah. yeah. But like I'll be honest, like, I, I get hangry so easily that this is, like, the, like, I am such a grump. It's the worst. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so, like, I, I wish I was, like, like, I have, like, some weird, like, fascination and joy that I'm getting out of the fasting, mm-hmm. but I know I'm being a dick the whole time. Like, I'm just not happy, you know? So, I'm. Um, it's getting better, but it's, like, it's, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. But.
1: Hold on. I'm mean, here. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Which is, we kind of t- hit on this in the car, but you still are happy in LA. Yeah. You like LA. How I you- do. Um, And we'll just, I'll just be honest about this. I fucking hate LA. I hate LA so much. Every time I'm here, I get like stressed out. Like if mm-hmm. the big city never like works for me, it's like, it's like smoggy. And like, I like... I have, like, a low-grade headache all the while I'm here because of the smog and, like, mm. air and, like, stuff. And I don't like drinking the tap water. And the driving anywhere stresses me out. Like, you love it here. Yeah.
0: Why? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll tell you this, Dane. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to figure out if you truly hit LA, oh, okay, you got to live here for at least eighteen months. Really, and then you and then you can tell me if you hate it or not. I get dread in the pit of my stomach when I fly over and I see it. <laughs> I think I hate it. It's so so. Here's the thing: like once you forget about the smog, mm. I don't really think there's a difference in tap water, so that's no biggie to me. I mean, Colorado, of course, is the best tap water. It does You're like don't even argue anyone out mm. there. Don't argue. We'll it's, fight you. It's rude. yeah. We're get worried about it. It's, It's the best tap water. Um, But uh, yeah, so like, I think for me, what made me like and fall in love with LA a Mm -hmm. bit more was just getting involved in the city itself a bit more. Yeah. Like we were talking about this a little bit, but like I volunteer for an arts program called Tuesday Night Project. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like a grassroots Asian American like arts program that we're doing a lot of really cool stuff. We're doing like a care package. Yeah. And we're doing, like, a workshop series. I'm teaching one on how to be a dungeon master. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Um, and, like, it's, uh, it's like, being involved in, like, community like that, I think. Yeah. Has really helped me find a sort of space in L.A. Mm-hmm. That I like. Because, like, I don't know. Like, you live out here, like, in the valley. It's, like, what are you going to do in the valley? It's flat. It's hot. It's suburbia. Yeah. There's malls that are empty. Like... Sure, there's Burbank, and Burbank's pretty cool, but it, Burbank's cool if you work in Burbank. Gotcha. And I don't work in Burbank. I work in Hollywood. <clears throat> you know, nobody really likes Hollywood. <laughs> like, nobody wants to be down there. Mm-hmm. It's, some parts of it are nice, but some, you know, but like, it's crowded, it's cramped. The tr- driving is even worse down there. Driving's right. worse everywhere, because yeah. everywhere, everyone's got somewhere to be, but nobody took 15 minutes to get there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody left five minutes early to get there. Yeah. Uh, that's just everything in LA but yeah I, I think once you find your spots in LA yeah I think that like like any place totally totally. but I think like for LA it's like because <clears> like I spend a lot of time in like San Gabriel because um, my favorite boba cafe is there mm-hmm. um and then I spend a lot of time in like Little Tokyo because that's where the arts program is yeah and I spend a lot of time I've actually been to Little
1: Tokyo I yeah. actually quite like that but mm-hmm. So, like, here's so here's the question. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of what you're saying is, it's pretty typical. Like you said, you can, anywhere you get, you're yeah. not going to like it until you get a mesh. And yeah. anyway. But, like, the thing that I always find that, like, differentiates between whether you love a place or not is, like, the overarching energy. Mm. And like oh, here, yeah. Because here's the thing, I will say, I'm, like, like I rag on LA, and I rag on, like, I actually rag on Miami and New York in, like, the exact same way. I, I hate them all. Um, and... <laughs> But the thing is, from the moment you moved out here, like, I remember you liked Boston. Like, you enjoyed your time mm-hmm. in Boston. But it wasn't Boston that you seemed to like in the same way. When you moved out here, you, like, shot up. Like, I remember. Like, you got better. Like, mm-hmm. like, um, like literally, I remember the time, in this time span between the last time I had seen you at the end of our college years when you were still in Boston to um, the first time I came out and I had, I saw you in LA, you like literally looked better as like a person. Like you looked more like present and awake and healthier and happier. Mm. Like something like literally just about being here works for you. Yeah. And it's just like, the only thing I can describe it as is like the energy matches you or something. No,
0: definitely. That, that definitely is a big part of it. There is an energy and an attitude in LA that meshes with me a lot better than new york or boston yeah um it's like there's like a little bit of it in colorado like i always say la is exactly like colorado just the mountains are like a half an hour extra drive <laughs> you know it's like it's it's almost there right it, yeah but it's yeah it's de- definitely that energy i i don't think it's i don't necessarily think it's like that hustle energy that we were talking about earlier
1: that you can find anywhere
0: yeah yeah you can find that anywhere i, I think it's more of just like there is a relaxedness out here that enables me to be less stressed. Interesting. In addition to just like, there's a lot of like pockets of just people holding space for each other out here in LA that I never really found in Boston. I never really found in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I didn't really give New York a chance, so I never really found it in New York, Um, (laughs) but it's like, You know, those are, that that I think is, like, you know, to what you're saying, like, yeah, there's an energy that people cultivate here. Yeah. And that people have been cultivating here that on the outside in, you might not know until you're there and you're on the ground. Like, I don't know, like, I I, I noticed, like, whenever someone would be like, yeah, like, I'm leaving L.A. because I got scammed by this guy. And I was like, well, why were you, like, you, if you're just hanging around, like, these kinds of people that are, like. If you're digging into... So, like, we did say, like... I, I Like, you can find the hustle anywhere. Right. But
1: I will say there is a lot of hustle... Yes. in In L.A. Like, you, you can... Like, yeah, you can go to... You can go to Omaha. And you can find the hustle if yeah. you want. But I will say, in L.A., there is a, like, critical mass of hustle. Yeah. But, like... And so, like, if you live in that, if that's your whole life, no matter what, that's... I mean, you're gonna get
0: burned out no matter what you do. Exactly, and I think like finding it's 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 when it's when you can find like the anti hustle, hustle anti clubs. Uh huh. You know, like the the anti social social club kind of people that sure. that have found a way to, you know, can sustain and do things and not burn out <clears throat> in the city. Right. Right. And that's been like, and and the, I found that those are the people that more or less maintain the flow of energy whereas like other people just spike it you know
1: <gasps> yeah because like like the thing is like
0: what's the what's the way to put this
1: so how, how how am i gonna phrase this thought so you you do need to do some hustle yeah especially because of the industry you're in yeah um so like you do your hustle and then what do you do when you're done with your hustle if, you, if your social circle is all that... Like, you're talking about this, like, exactly. anti-thing. You need another part of your life. Exactly. You know? um, And, like, I think that was the thing that I noticed. Is that mm. out in Boston, in particular, be, I think it was, has something to do with just being film school. Like, maybe if Yo, yeah. maybe if you had gone to film school here, it would have happened the exact mm-hmm. same way. And you, would like, for whatever reason, went out to Boston. You're like, wow, this is way better. No, yeah, um, exactly. But it's like, you... You only had the hustle, and you only had the hustle, friends, because you know your social circle was, yeah, film school people, exactly. So by the time you got out here, like
0: you were in a place, yeah, to find the other thing, exactly, yeah. Which like, you know, yeah, looking back, I definitely did not think about it like that. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought about it as like, like I need to find, like I, I knew I was missing something, I mm-hmm. knew I would need to find a path yeah. out here. But yeah, no, now, now that you mention it, yeah, like, all, like it's it's funny, like, the, the, the circle that took me to getting to, like, the arts program, and that kind of last kind of bit, and, like, sort of, like, all of that, there's, like, all these people that I met along the way that mm-hmm. kind of were all tangentially related to that, that kind of helped introduce me to, like, other parts of the city and other things in, in L.A. Yeah. Because, um, like, yeah, but by the time you visited, I definitely was socializing more yeah i was starting to see the city a bit yeah i was starting to know people in the city Mm -hmm. um because uh yeah and like it's a that 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 is the thing right it's like you can't have all you can't be all hustle all the time no you know counter to what every productivity youtuber says you can't be all hustle all the time hustle is bad hustle hustle can be hustle is good when, when maintained, it's it's like it's like working out. Yeah, you know, like you're not just gonna <clears throat> go all biceps all day. No, 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 no. That's how you hurt yourself. Exactly. It's same thing with hustle. You're gonna mm-hmm. hurt yourself. Like you have to have a little bit of that push in, within yourself, like when you can, to to do the thing. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you need to be able to get up and work, right? Right. Like you need to
1: be able to like do your thing. Like if you are like you or I, where part of what brings you joy and satisfaction in life is making stuff that is not necessarily going to make you money or is right. your like main thing um yeah. then yeah you do need some hustle you need some and that's not like the like not the hustle that necessarily gets you like paid but you do need the thing that like i do which is like yes sit down and write yeah I gotta sit down and write today and mm-hmm. but if you if that's your whole existence right um, yeah
0: like hustle i think like there's an association that hustle means moving fast and really yeah. quickly but hustle doesn't have to be like that no hustle can just be showing up yeah it's it's more of yeah it's more of showing up you got to show up to these things mm-hmm. you got to show up to your social life just as much as you show up to your work life just as much as you show up to like your passion projects yeah and i think that's definitely going all the way back to our issue of combining our social and passion project worlds yeah that's where I struggle the most because i i have I'll notice that like when I'm doing too much, I try to connect my worlds yeah, and sometimes that's really bad, yeah, because not everybody <clears throat> else wants to be like that right right. and that's like you know that's a really good thing yeah <laughs> yeah no that's a that's <laughs> that's, that's a really good thing no there's yeah. a, there's a distinct
1: reason and sometimes I talk to Gracie about this and like once in a while that makes this makes her sad mm-hmm. and other times like I'm like, no no this is this is for the best, which is um. I tend to not include Gracie in my creative projects. Mm-hmm. Um distinctly because like there's like and I it's hard to articulate why. It's not that I like she's an amazing writer, actually. Um she's she's my best friend. I like spending time with her. It's none of these reasons. But Gracie is a very particular part of my like life and world. And I need that to stay separate,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, like honestly, she's like my refuge from everything. Mm-hmm. And if, for example, like with us, like like with this, like we're like, yeah, we got we got to make sure something comes out, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. if if I had to at any point talk to her, like being like, hey, we've got a deadline to meet, that would be something I wouldn't want. That would be right. like some crossing crossing over that I don't think I would be interested in. In our case, this feels very natural and there's something oddly like nostalgic about it for me. Yeah, because
0: um, this is, I mean, we truly became friends through doing stuff yeah. like this. So. so
1: this feels like a natural thing yeah. to do, not
0: a not a like, like
1: it feels very natural for, for me to be like sitting here like looking at a camera, mm-hmm. you know, um, with microphones like sitting right here while you and I are catching up. Yeah. Um and there are other people who I think that would be like with, like like um our mutual friend Ryan Chen. Like I would s- I swear, he and I had some of our best conversations while one of us was holding like a light reflector and the other was like boom mic. Yeah. So like I feel like I could catch up with him in like a really natural way if you just sort of like stuck
0: those objects in our hands for whatever reason, you know. Yeah, but anyways. No. Oh. Yeah, I mean that is the thing, right? Like everyone has their own natural state of being. Yeah. And, and 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 everyone has their own limits for what they can push themselves to do, what they need in their lives, you know, socially, not socially. And I think like the rough answer to w- whether or not you and I combining work and social things is a bad thing is, well, for us, that's just how it it's is. It's kind of a natural thing. Yeah, it's-, it's a natural thing, and that's okay for us. It, but it's not okay for every person. Exactly. And yeah. I think gauging that mm-hmm. with other people is is exactly what people should be doing, right? Yes. not everybody wants to hustle, not everybody should hustle, not everybody can hustle. And not everybody not every moment should be hustle, yeah. right? Like Yeah. You need You got to have your, ma in life.
1: Yes, you do. You do have to have ma in life.
0: Yeah. But I think we're I think we're out of time on this one. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, so uh Thanks, everyone, for uh, uh, watching us eat in and out and talk yeah. about life and hustling and wow, mom and stuff. Uh, we got there. It's yeah. pretty, pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, as usual, um, you can follow us on social media. At Derek Aiello. Dean underscore Uh Who cares about that anymore? Who cares about that anymore? Um,
1: you can find my podcast, uh, Diceology, which is spelled like the science of dice itunes stitcher spotify yeah um and teaser coming soon there will be a better thing if you actually want to follow what i more personally do but don't worry about the twitter anymore okay <laughs> i
0: hope it's a website yeah no i took your advice wow dave took my advice i took your advice well 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 yeah. i'm back well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna walk away on this victory so uh, <laughs> see you everybody <laughs> catch you later